Ecol Kali Hi Margarita, school just ain't as litty poppin' as it used to be. Ugh, ain't that the truth, Teresa? You believe that Jose's le polupita? What a floozy. Ay, que sucia. Y miraste que Josefina trató de robarse mi lip gloss? Que babosa. Le voy a dar unos trancazos. Oh, chica. What is that red dot embarrado in your booty? <gasps> Limpiate. <gasps> hair-raising, agonizing, torturous, demonic, blood-curdling high school halls of your teenage years. The students of your story, your way, bring you high school horror stories. Can't get past a 20 on the pacer? Or got explosive diarrhea and it's not even second period? Well, you're in store for a detention in hell. So lock your lockers, sharpen your scissors, and call for an early dismissal. Prepare yourself for high school horror stories. I was told my school was too ghetto for the smart, and that the smarts could never be in the ghetto. Because colored bodies can only carry guns, not, not diplomas. That the only audience they'll ever receive is in a jury room getting sentenced into a system that's drawn to the color brown. That the only seats to be seated on aren't the ones in rows. It's, it's the, the ones where hands are cuffed and bodies are thrown. Why are putting guns in blue uniforms more important than maintaining the educational platform where 40 heads are in a classroom being seated on the floor? That the only athletics you'll ever see us in are the ones dodging police cars like balls by going through alleys and gardens. You, you choose, choose to heal the hood by leaving the hood out. Because a brown boy with a diploma is deadlier than him holding a gun. Because they will call your hood ghetto. ghetto. Call you out for not talking right. Label you as unfundable. And move on with their life. No, the fact is there is no more money. Period. My name is Jennifer. I'm currently a junior at Little Village. If I could rename my high school, I would probably rename it The Ville just because it sounds a lot cooler. The most terrifying class for me would probably be geometry because I'm not really good at it. What makes high school terrifying for me would probably be the food and the water. Something I'm concerned about is mostly the water though because I try to drink a lot of water, but it's not really clean as I've been told. My piece is about how the water specifically can affect you health-wise. First, they told us not to drink the water. They said, something is wrong with the water. You see that first sip you took, it tasted funny. It's because of how old the school pipes are. You keep hearing that CPS schools have lead in their water, but it goes beyond. It's more than that. It's an infestation. Tammy thinks she's going through a midlife crisis. She's 17. Tiffany isn't the brightest, but right now she's a little dumber than usual lately. And Tommy, he complains about these head banging headaches. The water appears clean. It's crystal clear for the most part, but it tastes fishy. The school doesn't allow students to bring their own refillable or disposable water bottles. Sometimes I feel suspicious about the teachers too. They bring their own water and don't go near the water fountain, ever. Not even to refill their cups. But why, if they won't even drink it themselves, why let the kids drink it? 
They later imply that it's just for the students. There's a conspiracy going on that they use water to mind control us. The rumors of lead poisoning have increased over the past few years. Mysterious disappearances, students have vanished, or gone insane and sent to an asylum. After a certain amount of time, however, of consuming so much lead, let's say a span of nearly four years, it will soon show effects. Symptoms include development delays, abdominal pain, neurological changes, and irritability, and in some cases, it can be fatal. Tiffany is not the sharpest knife in the drawer, let's be honest, but she started to forget simple math and grammar, basically things that the world would expect you to know. So today, like, Ms. Johnson told me, like, five plus five doesn't equal, like, 25. She's like, this is English class tough. Then I was like, then why am I doing algebra? Do I, like, like, not software X or like what? Tammy is someone who like really puts in work. It's either go big or go home, but she often stresses herself out. She gets very irritated. It gets physical. She made a dent in a brick wall. Who can make a dent in a brick wall? But it gets worse. The brick wall wasn't the only victim after that. All right, guys, we're gonna learn how to code today. The class clown, be the life of the party. He's always cranking a little sum sum without even trying to be funny. But somehow you still got kids wheezing like spray bottles. I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I'm not even feeling it today. Maybe it's because I haven't had my venti pumpkin spice latte with eight shots espresso, one pump vanilla maple pecan syrup, seven pumps pumpkin spice almond milk, light caramel drizzle, little foam, autumn sugar topping, extra vanilla powder, and extra pumpkin topping with last but not least low-fat whipped cream, man. Makes me feel good in the morning. You know, a little pick-me-up. Oh. That's nice and all, Tommy, but you got a big old pimp on your head. Girl, it ain't even that big, man. I've seen you whip pores the side of craters. Tommy, you're not listening to me. It's the size of a basketball. Look for yourself. Let me see that. Uh, and I, oh, <laughs> you are not wrong. Y'all, I don't even feel good right now. Like, like my head feels like it's gonna explode. Y'all, Tommy's big old head just exploded. Damn! You're nasty. Unfortunately, Tommy didn't make it. But you know what did make it? Fundings for the school because Tammy was so irritated that she pulled a Wreck-It Ralph and destroyed all the sinks and water fountains. Fix it, CPS. Fix it. My name is Adrian Villanueva. I'm currently in 12th grade. If I had to pick a most terrifying class, it would probably have to be math class. It's just so difficult, and there's so many things that we need to do. Sometimes it's a very monstrous class. And if I were to rename my school, it would probably have to be Crash High School, just because that's what it seems like the school's about to do. There's stuff falling all over the place. The ceiling is literally, chunks of it are falling down. And there's like pieces of drywall sometimes all over the classrooms where the paint is peeling. Honestly, a concern that I have or what makes high school horrifying is just the fact that we don't have the resources or the budgeting to do what we need to do. A lot of times we have to substitute for the materials that we were supposed to have. And my piece actually has to deal with high school that's about to fall down. 
And it eventually does because the problem's been ignored for so long. And until this happens, people haven't really done anything about it. ceiling and why is there chunks of it on the floor it's all over and it looks really ugly well whatever i'm just gonna get to class before i'm late it was almost the end of the day when xavier finally noticed that the cracks were larger and chunks of the ceiling were still coming down what in the world is going on here it looks so much worse. Has no one even attempted to fix the problem? Doesn't seem like it. Well, we'd better get out of here as soon as we can. Ah, oh, what now? Almost there. Oh no! most terrifying class would have to be English. Um, I go to Hammond Elementary. I feel like some concerns I have is like maybe the school's falling down or kids like being suicidal and stuff like that and like not getting a lot of help that they need. And my piece is about not having many teachers in schools. As I'm walking home from school on this windy Friday evening, I find an odd feeling in the air. I take a deep breath and become aware of a strange feeling in my stomach. It motivates me to walk home a little faster. I turn to the corner of my block, just a few seconds away from my house. I begin to feel really tired. I drop my book bag. I suddenly trip on my shoe. I slowly fall asleep. I start dreaming. I realize that my dream is really different from the other ones. It's very unusual. It's feeling like real life. It's feeling like real life. I start walking to school. It's snowing here. All I see is my library. All I see is my library. The library seems to be empty. Quiet as always and scary as Quiet usual. As always and scary as usual. I walk around to see who I can find. Maybe I should be asking, who, what am I going to find? The only thing I found was a book called When All the Librarians Disappear. When All the Librarians Disappear. It starts to get darker. It starts to this get darker. This book must be important. This book must be the lettering. The words seem to the appear lettering. ancient. The words seem to appear ancient. 
I started to get a little scared. I started to read the description of the book. But nothing makes sense. It's so old. So old. Moments later, the book starts to shake. The book's the pages are flipping uncontrollably. The pages are flipping The words. The phrases. The words. They're phrases. I can't read them. I can't understand them. I can't. No. No, no, this can't be true. This can't, this is horrible. This is horrible. I need to rest. My head is starting to hurt. I throw the book and try to keep myself away from it. I'm looking everywhere. I still, I still see, see nothing, things. but I hear voices of a woman. My head starts hurting more as I start getting anxious. The book is, is asking for help. I don't know what to do at this point. Thinking to myself, I really need my soul and myself to wake up in real life. I go in a hidden place where the book, or should I say the librarians, can't see me. While I'm here hiding, I sit on the floor. I start to remember what the back of the book said. When the librarians go missing in an ancient time, Secrets and Spells by Every Principal in CPS. Yes. Capturing, Capturing us, us, unlocking us, us for any for student any to be our liberators. If you're a librarian, run, hide, and share the knowledge to all the students. As long as they keep reading, they will be saved. I get out of the room for where I'm at and run to the main office. I look at the files. I don't see any librarians in the files. I go and get the book and run to the principal's office. They're gathered in secret. I tell them I saw, I saw and read, and read the, book. the book. Let, Let them, them go. go. I start reading out loud and keep reading until the librarians come out. and then take all the principles back to a different world. I think my soul has awakened in the real world. I'm glad that I'm back in the real world. I didn't think I would make it out. I run outside my room and go outside. I see the wonderful leaves falling from the trees. I just hope that never happens in this world. In this world. Uh, my name is Melissa and I'm in grade 11 and I go to Little Village Lawndale High School. My most terrifying class, I would say, is Spanish because it's really hard and boring. The thing that makes high school horrifying is because of like the budget cuts, how filled our classes are, how we don't have like proper supplies. And my piece is about um, when ICE comes to high school and it's kind of like a spinoff of Star Wars and if it were like scary. time ago in a galaxy far, far away. ICE, the intergalactic cop enforcement, whose job is to keep in check who is in and out of planets. It is a crime to be in a planet where you are not from without permission. You can face serious consequences if you travel or stay without the proper documents. On planet 666, latitude 777 and longitude 333. This year, we'll be taking an exam that can determine your life and career path. Before taking the tests, you will be asked basic information so everything can go smoothly after. There's nothing to worry about. What's your name? Martin. And where are you from? I'm from here. I've been living here since I was one. Okay. 
But where are you actually from? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm afraid you're going to have to come with us. Where are you taking him? Sorry, we can't disclose that. Ice protocol for threatening situations. No. No. No, 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 no. Don't take me, please. Please. Let me go. I don't, don't want to go. I don't want to be here. I'm sorry. Let me call my mom, please. Hold on. Please. Let me go. My name is Emilio Gonzalez, and I am a college student. Um, a terrifying class that I always have is math, because I don't like math, and I'm not that good at it. So sometimes I am terrifying at it. <laughs> uh, what makes high school, or what made high school terrifying for me, uh, was definitely sometimes the language, you know, how to communicate with other teachers and other uh, classmates. But also, what well, kind of uh, horrified me also was like test that I didn't study at all, or just like any work in general that I had. And um, my piece is about uh, student loans and kind of like a dream slash nightmare slash like a loop. It's 12.30 p.m. Emilio is running late to class. Oh no, I'm going late to class. I must run. While Emilio tries to hurry up for class when suddenly he gets hit by a car. Emilio, you are late again. Why now? <laughs> I hope you guys are ready for your test. Emilio's heart drops. A test? I was not prepared for a test. I felt so nervous. I was already stressed out because I had to pay student loans. Which is 12500 Because ever since I borrowed when I got out of high school, things couldn't get worse. When I got fired last week from my dream job, so I had nowhere where I can get the money to pay my loans. My life was going down. I was unemployed, and I owned a lot of money. And I wasn't doing well in school. Okay, guys, put your pencils down and bring your test at front. I realized almost everybody is done, and there's only three people left. I was thinking about my own problem so much that I forgot about the time. I turned my test with half of the answers wrong. 
Then my professor looks at me with a serious face. Hey, Emilio. I need to talk to you about something in private. Sure. What happened? Well, you're not doing well at my class. You know what? I'm afraid I have to drop you. Drop you. Drop you. What? No. If I fail, my financial aid will get higher. And I have to pay more of what I already own. Well, that's not my problem. And there is nothing you can do about this. Sorry, Paul. I couldn't believe what happened. No, I literally had no job and no money. I was going crazy. Later that night, Emilio got home and found that the house was gone with no trace left behind like it was never there. When suddenly, everything turns black and Emilio starts falling down. What? It was a dream? What time is it? Emilio turns around and checks the time. It's 12.30 and he's going to be late to class. Everardo y asisto a la escuela Little Village. Soy un sophomore. Lo que me da miedo de la escuela es la clase de álgebra porque nos deja mucha tarea y me quita mucho tiempo de mi tiempo libre. Lo que no me gusta de la, de la high school es la comida porque la comida no, no está tan saludable y prefiero llevar lo mío. Mi pieza de la historia se trata de un niño que no hace su tarea y se llegan a las 12 y la maldición es que la tarea se vuelva un monstruo. Ya llegué. Por fin te tengo. No puedo creer que haya esperado tanto por ti. Los zombies atacan. Versión 3.0. Yes. Este juego está genial. que poner mi alarma para hacer la tarea antes de la hora. De las famosas 12. Lo pondré a las 10. Es buena hora para terminar mi tarea. para que todo no se vuelva un caos. Oh, otro rato más. Oh, no. 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 Mijo, baja para desayunar, todo está listo. Sí, ma, nomás haré mi tarea. Your horn, your way. 
high school horror stories. My name is Gerardo Hernandez, and I am a freshman in Benito Juarez. The most terrifying class I have is English one because the school's far from my house and I always get there late and they just leave you a lot of homework and... Something that makes my high school horrifying is showing up late to class because the teachers get mad at you. You miss a lot of stuff. You miss stuff that they're learning and they give you the work. They don't care if you, if you weren't paying attention, if, if you weren't there. They'll, they'll just give you the work and make you do it. The title of my audio piece is called Monster Substitute. It's about how two class clowns, they're gonna have a substitute the next day. The next day, they brought up silly strings, fart sprays to get the substitute mad. But the substitute is a monster, so hope you guys find it scary. In a classroom, the students are ready for the dismissal bell to ring, and they pack up and stand up near the classroom exit. Meanwhile, the teacher never said anything. Hey, boys and girls, sit back in your seats. There's still two minutes before we head out, and I have a quick small announcement. Tomorrow I have a dentist appointment, so I will be here half the class. Meanwhile, I don't know who will be your substitute, but I want you guys to be on your best behavior. Can you tell Mr. Titus to be your substitute? Mr. Who? Mr. Titus. He's my favorite teacher. The school dismissal bell finally rings. As soon as I head out, my boy Juan walks up to me and gives me a handshake. Let's go! Tomorrow's gonna be lit. Bro, I for real hope Mr. Titus is our substitute tomorrow. Bro, me too. I'm tired of all this crappy work. You know I won't do my homework today. Same dude. You down to hooping a bit? I let you know, bro. Oh, look, my ride is here. Aight, bro, see you. Aight, see you then. Man, I'm so hyped up for tomorrow. Just can't wait to get any substitute mad as heck. Last time I made a substitute cry, it was funny. I have fun with substitutes. But I mean, the whole class enjoys substitute beef with students. Even the nerds do as well. I get in the car, look at my mom and smile. Hi mom, how you been? We soon get home. I go directly to my room. Hijo, vente a comer, ya está la comida, apúrate, se va a enfriar. So I turned back and had dinner with the fam. My mom made chile relleno and my goodness, it was bomb as heck. I finished dinner and opened my Snapchat and I had missed calls from Juan and text. He was telling me to pull up at the park and hoop but I told him I had 20 bucks a weekend spend on stuff for tomorrow's class. We soon met up at Walgreens. Yo, let's get silly strings and fart spray. We laughed. I grabbed six cans of silly strings and two fart sprays and bought chips. We soon go to the park and play basketball. It was getting dark, so I left and headed to my house. I soon got home and didn't feel like doing nothing, so why not just take a nap, be ready for tomorrow, the big day. Good night. Oh yeah, baby. Today is the day I've been waiting for. Yes, sir. Today's substitute day. Let's get it. I quickly ran to the shower, brush my teeth, run to my room, change, get my stuff I bought yesterday, and boom. Woo, yeah, thank you. Thank you, God, for this day. I shut the door and ran to the bus stop. And for the first time since fourth grade, I haven't missed a bus. Good morning, class. Please remind Siren and you guys are lucky because we had a new substitute and you guys are the first class to have her. So please give her a good welcome and make her feel like she's part of her school's family. Thank you. Juan raises his hand. Yes, Juan? I promise I will make our new teacher love this school and of course she is lucky enough to have this class because we will show her what being mature is. Thank you. Mr. Smith soon looks out 
and comes back inside the class. Juan whispered to me and asked if I brought the stuff I bought yesterday, and I showed him my backpack. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> my name is Miss Graveyard, and I'll be your substitute. An old lady, she looked evil, very evil. She looked like Miss Trunchbull from the movie Matilda. Just that this one's bigger and older, but looks even more evil. Mrs. Graveyard soon goes up to Juan and looks at him. What's up, Mrs. G? Can I go to the bathroom? Shut up! Don't get me mad or I will be your nightmare. I won't call mommy or daddy because I will do their job for them. <coughs> and grow up, you fart! Two, stop acting like a fool. She soon walks away and she looked like she was going to say some speech. <laughs> Ooh, I'm scared. She goes back to Juan. I warned you. <laughs> Mrs. Graveyard soon starts staring at Juan and starts laughing. She's laughing so hard, her voice is changing from a smoker to a demon. Her laugh is super strong. You can feel the breeze. Juan has goosebumps and the whole class starts shaking. Papers are flying and everyone's hair is also moving from her strong laugh. Juan snatched my backpack and took out a can of silly strings and sprayed it on her mouth. Smart boy! You thought that would end it all? <laughs> Just you wait till I show you who I am. We are so screwed. Mrs. Graveyard head twisted to the back of us while her body's facing the opposite way. Mrs. Graveyard's skin soon starts shrinking. It was gross, very disgusting. She was moaning while her skin shrank and she was morphing from an ugly old lady to a demon. Soon, horns popped out of her forehead and wings popped out of her back. She soon was floating. Her eyes turned into yellow and shine. She roared very loud. Juan soon passed out and disappeared. The classroom's roof was soon struck by a lightning and the sky turned into flames with bats flying around. I look around and more of my classmates started passing out and disappearing. I'm so scared and very panicked while Mrs. Graveyard flying. Oh, <laughs> so you are the big boy now? <laughs> Good night, my darling. Leave us alone, ma'am. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mrs. Graveyard is out there flying and laughing. I don't know what to do next. I close my eyes. Open them! Open them now! I soon opened my eyes and she smiled at me. I smiled and she laughed. Soon Mr. Smith opened the class door. Mrs. Graveyard soon flew up to him and opened her mouth. She soon gave him her breath and he passed out. What the f- I watched so many horror movies about exorcism and demons and noticed that I have a necklace with a cross. She is a demon. Oh yeah, I need my friend back. Hey, you, idiot. She looks at me. She looks at me and laughs. She opened her mouth and I snatched my necklace out of my neck, threw it in her mouth. Sorry, Father God, forgive me. Mrs. Graveyard's eyes turned into flame. Her brain popped out and exploded. Everything went back to normal. The sky turned blue again. My classmates were appearing out of nowhere. The roof got fixed again. Mr. Smith woke up and Mrs. Graveyard came back to life. Never disobey any peer or adult again. Thank you, class. It is 3.30 and you all are dismissed. My name's Marie. I'm a senior. My most terrifying class was Spanish. I'm from Social Justice High School. Um, what makes my high school kind of terrifying or horrifying, first thing that comes to mind would have to be like, the fact that like school systems lead to like mental illness or suicidal thoughts to like kids. Like that would have to be one thing and school systems don't think that's a problem or don't see themselves as an issue to mental illness in kids. 
My other piece is about the sex scandals that happened between teachers and students or school staff. Warning, this audio story contains sensitive dialogue. Please listen on your own discretion. That bait color that everyone seems to fall for. Blue. Those innocent big blue eyes that'll never hurt you. So you don't feel scared in his presence. So you don't feel the need to run. So you don't pay attention to the claws that wait to tear your flesh apart when you least expect it. It is before those innocent eyes turn a terrifying shade of yellow that signify hunger. I've met the monster with the blue eyes. He was my high school English teacher. Those bright blue eyes that were always excited to teach when they made contact with my brown ones, but to everyone else, they were just a dull shade of blue. Unknowingly, those stares were only directed at me. At first, he would just say weird stuff. I didn't think too much about it. The compliments, the nicknames, the you should stay after class talks. I didn't think it would go any further until it turned physical. Constantly over my shoulder while I worked, the lingering touches when he would give me a pencil, his hand taking its time to leave my back. One late night after leaving the library is when it turned for the worse. He came out of nowhere. His hands turned into claws that wrapped around my wrists so tightly, I remember the ugly purple bruise that was left on my skin. He dragged me into the school's photography dark room, his lair. Those blue eyes turned yellow before he turned off the only light in the room. My heart dropped when I heard the door lock. I couldn't see him or two inches in front of me. I couldn't breathe, I couldn't think, I couldn't move. I felt frozen in fear. My English teacher was a monster. <laughs> then his yellow eyes glowed in the dark right in front of my face. I felt his body weight take me down as his razor blades for teeth sank into my neck. I felt his sharp claws tear my clothes and skin. I was crying. He doesn't mind. The metallic smell of blood quickly fills the room. He doesn't mind that either. My eyes burn. My nose cringes. My face twists in pain. My mind started to drift as my vital fluid slowly makes a puddle of red on the cold floor, and his sticky, inhuman tongue lapped at the torn flesh. His claw held my throat down as if I could escape from his beastly figure with my broken one. It felt like the end, till the doorknob jiggled and he was distracted. I threw a weakening swing and managed to knock him away from me. I crawled away and barely turned the light on to see the massacre on the floor and on his clothes. Who's in here? You better unlock this door right now or else. I didn't think I would love to hear the sound of the janitor's voice. I screamed for help before his talons soaked in my crimson clamp on my throat to stop the sound. The holy sound of keys opening the door filled my ears and the blinding light of the hallway fills my eyes as well as a horrified janitor looking at my mutilated body and the creature on top of me. What's going on in here? It doesn't take the janitor long to put two and two together. The janitor takes the monster from the back of the collar and rips him off my barely conscious being. My English teacher starts to explain events that didn't occur to the janitor who doesn't believe a word. They manhandle him so he doesn't run away. They get their phone out and start dialing. Their voice fades and so does my vision. Wait, where am I? Oh, thank goodness. You're safe now, hon. You're in the hospital. Can you tell us about who did this to you? The monster with the blue eyes. Who? My high school English teacher. Stephanie. I go to Chicago Bulls College Prep. I am an 11th grader. Um, my most terrifying class is English. Um, something that makes high school terrifying is, well, for me, being embarrassed in front of the class. And so, my piece is about these two girls that meet. One of them realizes that she has feelings for her, but she can't because they're both girls, and that would be wrong.
That never helped me. What's the point in this bowl? This competition isn't even for us. It's for those hard teachers to get off of. There should be more to life than this. I need more. Who is that? She's so beautiful. Oh my God, she's walking in my direction and I can't. Hi, I'm Rose. Can I just stand with you? I'm new here and I literally don't know anyone here. I only know for sure that you're in one of my classes. Oh yeah, sure. Cool. Uh... Okay class, let's get started with partners for this event. You have a week to prepare for your dance, so get started with brainstorming now. Every day since then, the two practiced nonstop. Even since then, the two began to become closer and closer than before. Avery was questioning herself since then. Why was her heart suddenly racing around Rose? Yeah, she was a beautiful girl, but that's the problem. Rose is a girl. Avery didn't have time to think about this, though. Today was the event, and she needed to be on her game, even if it wasn't worth the time. The instructor was talking again, and it was nonstop. It was making Rose sick to her stomach. It was her first time doing something like this in front of an audience. It's only natural she would be nervous like this. The words turned into too much, and Rose couldn't take it, so she ran out of the room with Avery, right in front of her trail. An empty room is where Avery found the girl kneeling in the corner with her head in her hands. Hey, Rosie, are you okay? I'm not. How can you even talk to me? I ruined it for us. Hey, hey, no, you didn't ruin anything. Turn around and face me, Rosie. I didn't want to perform like this anyways, okay? It's okay to be like this. What about everyone else? They probably think we're a joke. Trust me, they'll get over it, just like how you'll get over this. It's okay. Rose finally calmed down. The two practiced breathing together. It was a beautiful moment of realization for Avery. Breathe with me. <sighs> then the two stared at each other with unspoken emotions, rushing everywhere. It's okay to feel like this. The two began to move closer to each other. They nearly kissed, but... Sinners, back away from each other now! It, it, it's not what you think. The two jumped away from each other and stood on their feet. Both had looks of fear as the nun in front of them was changing. Suddenly, she was so tall. Suddenly, her eyes were changing. Suddenly, everything was different. I'll show you two rats what happens to sinners! Avery and Rose were not against the wall by their throats. The nun was digging her nails into their skin, and now they were bleeding. The nun threw Avery into the other wall, where she suddenly couldn't get up anymore. Sinners don't deserve to live. Avery, you should know that by now. The nun, while squeezing Rose's neck, pulled out her other hand and placed the tip of her nails on Rose's stomach. She laughed at the face of her victim who was making so cruelly. Wait, wait. Please don't do this. All sinners die. Avery, you know this. That, the nun stabbed her nails into Rose's stomach as Avery screamed. <laughs> the nun lifted Rose's lifeless body and walked towards the door. Before she left, she turned around towards Avery and laughed cheerfully. All sinners go to hell, Avery. <laughs> Diego Barrera. I am in the 11th grade. The most terrifying class has to be anything math or science related because of how difficult it is to understand the subject. What makes high school horrifying is that like flunking and then seeing all your friends graduate ahead of you. Like uh, you just feel like guilt and embarrassment and like also just sad. My piece is about a popular girl who is pretty much the top of the school. She's a trendsetter, she's admired and also feared. But all of that has changed when a new girl comes in and takes all that away. It's senior year, college, graduation, prom the year to be most memorable. But when you're the socialite of the school, every day is a fashion show. (laughs) 
Regina is the Kim Kardashian of LV High, the mean girl with perfectly bronze skin and enviable long raven hair. Her beauty was beyond compare. With the latest trends and styles, everyone adored her. She was a role model as well as a bully. And those she taunted would always bow in her presence, as if she was a queen who could send them to the guillotine. However, with the whole school as her royal court, all eyes were on her. She felt so much pressure. The beach waves and glossy pink lips facade wasn't enough to keep her relevant. Every day was the constant fear that she would lose her crown as the queen of LV High, until one of her subjects got out of line and tried to steal her spotlight. For the first time in a long time, Regina would no longer be the trendsetter and would lose her status to a pale, blonde girl named Catherine. On the eve of prom, both girls running for prom queen, in desperation, she was determined to get all her votes to make sure that she would be the queen. However, the amount of scandals that Regina has been in was hard to count, but all brought her good publicity for herself. That is, until fifth period. Suddenly, everyone in the whole school's phone went off to reveal an unsettling image of Regina in the bathroom taking a mere selfie without a drop of clothing on her body. Instead of being the most powerful person who controlled everyone, she turned into a walking pariah. Filled with guilt and embarrassment, she slowly walked to the bathroom as everyone laughed, calling her ugly names. When she finally entered the bathroom, she looked at her phone to find the same image. She teared up, but wasn't fully crying. Soon more photos started leaking, and even a video. And in that moment, she knew she could not show herself out like this. She stood in the mirror in full paralysis. She didn't know what to do, who to call, whether to leave. She was completely alone. She then heard a laughing from the girl's <laughs> stall. And with that, she busted every single door in the bathroom open. And when she finally reached the girl's stall, it was Catherine, who sat there in complete shock and fright. She held her phone on her lap and it was Regina's video playing. Before she could say a thing, Regina bashed her head against the stall wall. Blood gushed from Catherine's head. She sat there in disbelief. Regina's angelic face turned into a red demon. Her acrylic nails turned to claws. And her six-inch stiletto heels turned to daggers. The final bell rang for the end of the day, and as everyone left their classes ready to go home, Regina walked around the halls covered in blood. Everyone staring in disbelief, only to hear a scream from the girls' bathroom. My name is Sarah. I'm a junior in high school. The most terrifying thing about school for me would be failing my classes. One thing horrifying about high school would be like the kids there because they're like, sometimes kids could be mean. Also like the food, it's like disgusting and you never know what they put in there. Um, and my piece is about like drugs being sold at school. In the poorer areas of Enchantress community, zombies have been spotted. Some people believe that the reasons for these spottings is because of a new drug called Mayhem Breath found on the street. No one knows where it came from. Eli is the new kid at Little Enchantress High School, not yet knowing the dangers of this drug. Good morning, my name is Eli Lunas. Can I get my schedule? Oh, welcome to Little Enchantress High School, Eli. Give me a moment to pull it up. Here you go, mijo. Thanks. As soon as he walks into first period, there was chaos. 
Hey dude, my name's Leo. Are you okay? Yeah, my name's Eli. Cool. Wanna see how fast I can shoot this paper ball at this dude's head? <laughs> sure. A month into the beginning of the new school year, multiple students have gone missing. Bro, do you know what's up with these missing kids? They probably dropped out or ran away. Why? It just seems weird to me, that's all. Okay, bro. Don't worry too much about it. I guess. Hey, dude, have you heard about the new babe called Mayhem Breath? No. How have you not heard of it, dude? Literally, like, everybody's talking about them. It's a new trend going around. I don't know, dude. I don't really pay attention to social media. Okay, dude. But I got some, and we plan to try after school, okay? Uh, I don't know about all that, dude. Mom, bro. Don't be a baby. I'm trying to help you be cooler. What did you say? Okay, okay. Do I really want to do this? Is it even worth it? I don't want to make him mad. He's the only person I hang out with. Okay, I just try it once, and that's all. Eli. Eli. Hmm? Yeah? Please pay attention. Oh, sorry. Eli, over here. You ready? I guess. Come on, dude. No need to have a sad face. It'll be fun. Okay. Bet I let you have the first take. <coughs> it tastes funny. It's your first time. You'll get used to it. I don't feel good. Leo, what's... Uh... Bro, what's happening to your face? High School campus, I attend the World Language High School. My most terrifying class would be Spanish because my teacher is really scary. She's very terrifying, so probably that class. If I could rename my school, I probably wouldn't, mostly because I feel like the school's meaning behind its name is very like important because of the hunger strike that occurred for it. So I would probably leave it as it is. Things that make high school horrifying are probably budget cuts, especially when it comes to like art programs because I feel like way too much funding goes into sports and not enough goes into arts. And I feel like the arts, in my opinion, serve a very big importance to the school because, you know, it's all about the creativity and like outlets for students. And I feel like we definitely need art programs so our students have like a way to express themselves in a creative outlet. And my piece, my piece for Year Har Year Way this year is about some pants who are possessed by period blood. That's very interesting. Um, kind of based on a true story, kind of not based on a true story, but I feel like, you know, periods need to be discussed and what better way than period possessed pants prepare yourself for the most intensely shocking motion picture of our time Nightmare. come back come back Get back here now. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you're probably thinking, how the heck did I get here? Let's start from the very beginning, this morning. Can my morning get any worse? I hate riding the bus to school, especially with that messed up schedule. If you miss the 7.21 a.m. bus, then prepare to wait for the 7.39 a.m. bus. And guess which bus I took today? Yup, you guessed it, the 7.39 bus. I arrived to school nearly out of breath. The lecture my mom gave me this morning about being on time still cooking in my head, causing my blood to boil of aggravation. I get to my first period computer science class and plop myself breathlessly onto my chair. I converse with my neighbor and talk about the AP Spanish homework I had forgotten to do. The thought of my Spanish teacher's fangs coming out to drink my blood for not doing my homework makes me shiver in my seat. Speaking of blood, I start to feel something. Something icky. Kind of like I just wet my pants. Fast did not even begin to describe the speed I was going at to the bathroom. The Flash himself couldn't even keep up with me. Fast and the Furious? More like furiously mad. Blood on my pants only added to the worst day ever. After seeing the Picasso art, my period left on my pants. I was overwhelmed with mortification. I just can't believe today, out of all day. Really, man, you just had to do that today. Who said that? Uh, the toilet, duh. What? It's your pants, dummy. How slow can you possibly be? Oh yeah, slow enough to not wear a pad when you suspect your period. Mm-mm-mm. Like you weren't crying yesterday, got a pimple this morning, and let's not even talk about your mood today. Jesus! I knew that was no weak girl stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're over here crying about what's his name, and you didn't even suspect it was because of your period. Like, come on now. You know you don't care about him now, Mo. You right, you right. Wait, how are you talking? <laughs> really? It took you that long to ask? Wow, maybe I am underestimating your slowness. And can you please hurry up and take me off banky as hell? I'm trying, but you don't fit me like before, so you're going to have to wait a minute. Girl, I'm proud of you. Finally getting thicker than a snicker. Mm-hmm. I see you, baby. I see wow. you. Wow. Maybe talking pants aren't as bad as I thought. Maybe this day will get better. Wow, you really are slow. See ya! But... Gotta skedaddle! But I... Gotta book it, baby! Toodaloo! Can I... See ya in another universe! Can you just... And just like that, my pants were off, running, and there I was, in the bathroom, in my underwear, mortified. I reached for my phone and text my best friend, Melissa. I know this is going to sound crazy, but my pants are covered in period blood, are running around the school, and I'm in the bathroom in my underwear. Please help. Melissa, oh my god, I'm so happy you came. No time, Camila. Let's go get these pants and finish them. And just like that, me and Melissa were off fighting a pair of period-possessed pants. If that doesn't sound impressive to the college board, then I don't know what else will. Which brings us to where we are right now. Come back, come back. <laughs> you can't catch me. I'm Camila's Pantsy Pants. Bro, get back here now. <laughs> we'll never get them, Melissa. Yes, we will go through the blue hallway and I'll go through the purple hallway and then we trap them in the middle. 
Okay, but then what? We'll rip them to shreds. <laughs> I'm Camila's pants. You can try and try, but you'll never outsmart me. <laughs> Pants. No! So I'm gonna just go to algebra now. Yeah, I'll just get these to the janitor closet and get to Spanish. See you in gym? Yeah, I'll see you. Thanks for the sweatpants. Yeah, don't worry. Just don't make them come alive. <laughs> you can't catch me. I'm Camila's Pantsy Pants. <laughs> this was Your Horror, Your Way 5.0 High School Horror Stories. <laughs>